Welcome back to the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Ernerberry Marketing Assistant Nicole Christie, and I'm here with Seafood News Staff Writer Amanda Buckle. Hello, hello, and thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Erner Berry. You can visit Erner Berry's booth number 364 at Seafood Expo North America in Boston. Visit the booth for a free demo of foreign trade data and Comtel. Plus, while you're there, you can check out our lineup of seafood posters, books, and playing cards. Yes, and not to kill too much of the podcast magic here, but I'm actually at the Boston Seafood Show right now as you listen to this podcast. What? How? Because our recording studio is in Tom's River, New Jersey. Very funny, Nicole. (laughs) So we actually record on Fridays. It's the day of the week where we get a little silly waiting for the weekend. So our bosses lock us in this room. They call recording studio to let us let some of our energy out. Um, But in all serious, new podcast episodes are released on Mondays. So if you have an alert for the Seafood Podcast and you listen to it as soon as it's posted on SoundCloud and iTunes... And that means I'm currently in Boston for Seafood Expo in North America. So I'm actually a first-time attendee, but Nicole here has been to the Boston Seafood Show in the past, and she put together you know, a quick little list of tips and tricks for survival. So we're going to run through the top three of Nicole's suggestions for making it through the Boston Seafood Show with everything you got. Yes. So I've actually only attended once, but I will say that it is all it lives up to be. Um, it is an extremely huge and busy show. So Seafood Expo North America is a three-day event, and it draws over 22,000 seafood professionals, and it has over 1,300 companies that exhibit there. That is a lot. So it's a lot, and let me tell you, without a game plan, you're going to be lost. So you need to listen to these <laughs> tips in order to survive. So what you can do is you could go to the Seafood Expo North America website and take a look at their exhibitor list so you get a game plan down and just write down whatever booths, whatever companies you want to visit And then be sure to get a map, too, while you're there so you don't get lost. Just have a game plan ready where you want to go, who you want to see, because it'll save you so much time while you're there. I can only imagine. Yeah, 1,300 exhibitors. Like, I mean, you might forget where one is, just pass them all together. I don't even know. So that makes sense. I got lost plenty of times. (laughs) Even even on the third day, you would think you'd get it down, but you don't. Mm -hmm. Um, So going along with that, since you're going to be doing so much walking on the sales floor, Wear comfortable shoes. Okay. So, ladies, I know heels look really cute, but unless it's your favorite, most comfortable pair, leave them at home. They make a comfortable pair of heels. Believe it or not, <laughs> they, they might. I mean, they might not be as fashionable as you want, <laughs> but it doesn't matter here. Trust me, your feet are going to thank you later if you wear comfortable shoes. Um, and then the other thing is be sure to make dinner reservations. You know, Boston boasts some of the freshest seafood around, so you definitely want to dine out while you're there. And don't forget that thousands of others are also in town for the event, so... You make reservations. Yeah, reserve your spot. Um, don't forget. And also, if you want some suggestions of some good places to, you know, grab some seafood while you're there, you can check out page 12 of Erner Berry's Reporter Magazine. The spring issue conveniently was actually released last week. Mm-hmm. So You can uh, read it online, right? There's a PDF that's there's available online. There's a PDF online. version online, or you can subscribe to Imprint, whatever you'd like to do. Um, and we'll actually we'll have copies at the Seafood Show. Oh, definitely. So if you're there, stop by booth 364. Get your free copy. Get your free copy. Well, enough about Boston. Uh, we got to talk a lot. Well, we got to talk a lot about it, but we have a lot of other things to talk about today. So we're just going to dive into it. Um, Nicole, do you want to talk about what this week's podcast is going to break down? 
Yes, so this week's podcast, we're going to hit on the FDA's big announcement regarding shellfish exports to Europe. We're also going to touch on some new seafood products, shrimp imports and refusals. Okay, so the FDA's big announcement. So it's pretty big. The agency now has an equivalency plan with the European Union for molluscan shellfish. And basically what that means is that the FDA will accept that safety controls in Europe for raw and live mussels, clams, oysters, and scallops are equivalent to those in the U.S. And the EU will also accept FDA rules as sufficient for export of live and raw molluscan shellfish to the EU. So previously, uh, the U.S. was not allowed to import things like clams and oysters from the EU? Yeah, so, and I didn't really see it, but there's been a ban in place for eight years, so since 2010. Now, um, this equivalency is, it's only proposed, so if approved, it will help unlock economic opportunities for both the U.S. and EU exporters by creating new market access, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And as an added bonus, American consumers can rest easy knowing that imported molluscan shellfish from Europe is just as safe as the shellfish that we produce in the U.S. And you know, we all like to uh, make sure our food is safe and good quality. So that's awesome. And you know, like, I mean, personally, I think I I actually eat a lot of uh, local shellfish um, just because we are right here in New Jersey. Um, But, you know, you, you do hear a lot of, like, things like issues with shellfish, whether it's like toxic algae. And it's, you know, so it's nice that we have these, it's important to have these regulations mm-hmm. in place. You just want the fresh, exactly. fresh and best. All right, well, let's jump ahead into January 2018 shrimp imports, which were released late last week. Yep, so uh, January 2018 shrimp imports indicate a continuation a continuation of the surge in shrimp imports from 2017. Shrimp imports are actually up 10.5% over last January, and the increase can be seen from every major shrimp supplying country. So India, Indonesia, Ecuador, China. Um, but Thailand actually decreased lately from over 14,000 pounds in January 2017 to over 12,000 pounds in January 2018, which is a 14.4% decrease. Um, but India continues to dominate. That's up 48.5% from last year. And overall, January imports were 135.7 million pounds versus 112.6 million pounds in January 2017. So we talked about shrimp imports. Now what about refusals for February 2018? Well, Nicole, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Um, Total refusals of shipments spiked almost 28% from February 2017 to February 2018, which is a big jump from January 2018, which saw a 20% drop in refusals compared to 2017. So mahi-mahi had the biggest year-to-date increase in February with 53 line-item refusals compared to 19 a year ago. Um, And that's a nearly 179% increase, which is is a lot. Um, Tuna tuna refusals also spiked with 53 line-item refusals in February 2018 compared to 22 the year prior. Shrimp and unclassified fish also saw an increase in year-to-date refusals. Shrimp had a forty had forty six line item refusals in February two thousand eighteen compared to twenty nine line items the year before, and unclassified fish had twenty one line item refusals compared to ten. And refusals of lobster, tilapia, and snapper are down. Uh, lobster had a fifty percent drop with three line item refusals in twenty eighteen compared to six a year ago. Tilapia refusals decreased over sixty three percent with seven line item refusals year-to-date compared to 19 line item refusals in 2017. And finally, snapper decreased almost 84% with five line item refusals year-to-date compared to 31 last year. 
And that's that for refusals. Yeah, that was a lot on refusals. Uh, <laughs> so now let's get to our final story of the day. New seafood products that make life so much better. Hallelujah! <laughs> now, full disclosure, I have nothing in my life that prevents me from cooking myself a healthy meal every night. I don't have kids, so I'm not juggling any activities or anything. I have an easy 25-minute commute home, but still the last thing I want to do when I walk in the door is cook. I feel you. I usually heat up a frozen dinner, so I get you on that one. Well, exactly. So I'm always pretty pumped to hear about new products that would make it easier for me to eat something healthy and delicious. Because, I mean, to be completely honest, I went out for a slice of pizza today for lunch. Oh, but it's, it's Friday. Pizza Friday. <laughs> pizza Friday. But it's, it's just so easy to, like, spiral and just not eat something healthy. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know working at Seafood News, we always get a lot of press releases and updates on, uh, you know, just new products that companies are releasing. And so there's actually three really cool ones I want to touch on. Um, the first one is Slade Gorton launch a fish and chips meal kit. So it's like, you know, it's like ordering Blue Apron, except you don't have to order through Blue Apron. <laughs> you can just get it through Slade right, Gorton. Um, so they have like a seafood made simple meal kit line. And their latest one is fish and chips. And it's a 10 ounce meal kit. Um, and it comes with, it's like Icelandic cod portions that are lightly coated with crunchy toasted crumbs. And it comes with five ounces of fresh cut sweet potato french fries. Oh, that is a good combo. And fish and chips, it's such a classic too. I think that's really going to do well. And the fact that it comes with sweet potato fries is also a little bit more of a healthier choice too. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, it's not, you know, I obviously know you can probably do healthier options, then, but let's, let's be real. But if you're going to do a fry, I mean... Sweet potato fries a little bit better. Yeah, if, if you gave me an option of eating like a side salad or French fries, I'm, I'm getting the French fries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I think this is a pretty cool meal kit, and um, like I said, it's already breaded and everything for you. And I think that is like I said, one of the, my biggest problems is I can cook fish. Fish is actually really easy and doesn't take too much time to cook. But the problem is, is that I'm not seasoning it. Honestly, I don't know how to season. It. I don't know how to bread it. <laughs> So, so it's done for you. And what do you do? You just pop it in the oven? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's it. Easy. It's All you have to do is cook it. So I'm all about Slade Gorton's new fish and chips meal kit. Moving on, uh, Blue Star Foods has introduced a grab-and-go seafood product, which sounds a little weird. I've never wanted to, like, grab-and-go grab with seafood. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it actually, it's, it's actually pretty cool. So it's a four-ounce crab-and-go, or they have a shrimp-and-go, and it comes in this pouch that's actually, um, it has a shelf life for about like a year. And it's just like a healthy snack and meal alternative, you know? And, and honestly, like, same thing. It's like when I was a kid, I used to eat the Dunkaroos. That was like a, oh, a grab-and-go yeah. snack. Little bears with the icing. Yeah, but like, you know, you go into like, we have Wawa's by us, the mm-hmm. little convenience store. But like, they have like, you know, the little cheese snacks and everything. And I, I think this is a really great alternative i think so too especially for seafood lovers it's kind of like a shrimp cocktail i know i'm obsessed it's my new thing i would buy the shrimp and go packs yeah probably weekly at least but it, it's actually like a good lunch alternative like they're saying like it can be in airport kiosks oh, you yeah. know like fast food chains it, it could be honestly anywhere but like i would i would just go to the shop right and pick up a handful and use them for the week yeah. i think this is a really great idea yeah and they have a, a year shelf life that's that's crazy. You could buy them in bulk and <laughs> store them up whenever you need a seafood fix. Exactly. So I, I think that's a really cool product, and I'm, I'm interested in seeing it hit shelves. And finally, Chicken of the Sea is unveiling a new deli yellowfin tuna slice. Whoa. <laughs> exactly. What? So this is going to be, like, in the deli section. You know, like, not you can actually get it from, you know, your deli person. Your butcher? Butcher, I guess. That's the word. Is it a butcher? I'm not sure. 
deli counter representative. Yes, that okay. makes sense. All right, so you cannot get this from your deli counter representative, but you can get it from the deli case that's right over there. And basically what it is, is it's ready-to-eat tuna slices, and it's the world's first pre-sliced, pre-seasoned tuna slices. So it's, like, rich in omega-3. It's, it's like, a no-brainer that you can just get something that's, like, easily sliced. You know, you, you go to the food store, you get sliced turkey, ham, roast beef, mm-hmm. what, you know, whatever it is. Now you can get this sliced tuna, and as a bonus, you don't have to pull the little – I hate – I mean, I love this part. I love pulling the little numbers and, and, and mm-hmm. getting the little number, but then I hate weeding a line with that number – because I'm always like 87 and they're on four, <laughs> and I don't know how it works. I don't know who like who's up there pulling the numbers. But then isn't yours? Mine usually say it'll be like a huge difference. So I'm like, oh, this is gonna take forever. Let me do all my shopping. So I'm on the other side. I'm mm-hmm. on the freezer section, and then they call my number right away. I'm like, what? <laughs> they don't they don't match. It's just none of it makes any sense. But no, this new chicken and sea product could solve all could these save problems. You a hassle. <laughs> so so I think this is like I said, I think this is really neat. It's healthy. I mean it's not all deli meat. Is that great for you? Don't eat bologna. No. Oh, <laughs> um, it's a childhood staple. It is a childhood staple. I know what sometimes I still want it. Mm. Um but uh you know chicken in the sea, like I said, it's coming in uh, two flavor varieties. You can get black pepper or Cajun and I, I just I'm excited to to kind of mix up my lunch. You know, I think that's that's basically what it is. It's it's pretty interesting, and I'm surprised that no one's thought about it until now. Well, now that they have, I'm excited to see how it plays out. How about lunch next week? Yeah, let's. We're gonna try it. <laughs> we'll, we'll make. We'll mark our words. We are going to try it for you and let you know how it is. I'm gonna hunt. That I'm going to use your suggestion to make a game plan at Boston Seafood Show. I'm going to find the chicken of the sea booth, and I'm gonna try it. Yes, there you go. Boom. Well, I think that's it. We should probably get going. Maybe have probably. they unlocked the door yet? Um, I don't know. I think I hear them coming, so I think we could get out now. So thank you very, very much for listening to the latest episode of the Seafood News Podcast. And don't forget, if you're in Boston right now, come to Arthur Berry Booth 364 right now. Yep. We'll you can meet Amanda. She's going to be there. I will be there. If not, definitely check out our Facebook page, seafoodnews.com. Um, and Instagram, uh, we will be posting photos and video live from the show. Um, so even if you miss it, check it out because we'll also have um, some really great interviews coming in um, and just, you know, overall general coverage from the event. So, Well, enjoy your time at Seafood Expo North America, guys. We're signing off. All right. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>